have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's issue, the you-must-be-right theory. Mm, mm, mm. You gotta hear this. I must be right. <laughs> this is a really, really interesting way of thinking and handling other people's perceptions and bringing us peace at the same time. I love this way of thinking all the time, but I also really love it with highly opinionated people. I love it in dealing with politics or hot button issues or just life itself. So recently in my personal development session, which we also call group therapy, but it's really, it's a group of people, but it's really like my spiritual higher education class with really smart people. And we were discussing this different way of thinking. And it came up because I had a problem with somebody, my husband, <laughs> who was making a negative judgment of me. Um, he, it was, I mean, I'll just tell you what was said, because maybe you guys who are listening will say, well, that wasn't a big deal, which is, you know, par for the course for most of us. Um, he, it was Christmas time and I, you know, I just, I, I love fashion and I love, uh, one thing I'm pretty confident about is, is the clothes I pick for the most part. Uh, I always say I'm not Buddha, but anyway, um, I, it was the third day of celebrations and I was wearing like this typical, um, pattern, uh, red pattern bustier top, super cute with a pair of jeans. Friend, friend was coming over and he laughs at me. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just heard the funniest joke laugh, but like I'm making fun of you kind of laugh. You guys know the difference. Ha ha ha. You're wearing red for the third day in a row, the same pattern. Ah, ha ha ha. Same Christmas pattern or something like that. And I got triggered, not because I felt I looked badly, but because I felt negatively judged as if I was doing something wrong, which is always my issue. Oh my God, somebody's saying I'm wrong. I must be wrong. Um, Instead of just you know letting it roll off my shoulders, I was really hurt and defensive and sad. And you know, for some reason, I can't handle negative judgments from total strangers. You know, I'm in the media; I can handle it way better than than people close to me. People very close to me. I mean, I really get wounded. I, I guess that's normal. Anyway, I was sharing this. You know, oh ha ha ha! You're wearing red three days in a row with my group, and my mentor says. Lynn, instead of getting defensive with your husband, you could just say, you must be right. And initially, when I heard the you must be right theory, I was like, if I said that, I would be a total witch because I would not be saying, oh, you must be right. I'd be saying, oh, you must be right. Condescending, myself judgy, um, not in a loving way. You must be right. I'm, I'm sure we've all probably said that at one point in our life. Oh, you must be right. Rolling our eyes and walking away with contempt. That's not the concept. Here's how the concept worked works. The you must be right theory. Number one, when somebody tells us their perspective, whether it's a judgment on us or we perceive it to be a judgment on us or a belief in politics or a thought on anything, we have to remember it is their perception. Number one, it is their perception. Every human on this earth is entitled to their perceptives, perceptions, their beliefs, 
their opinions, their thoughts. They're not right and they're not wrong. They just have a perspective. They're right for them. They may say they're right. This is my thought and this is what I believe and this is what is right for the world. Their opinions are correct for them. They're only correct for them. Maybe they're correct for you. Maybe they're not. It doesn't matter. Their beliefs have nothing to do with you. That's kind of, take that in. Their beliefs have nothing to do with you. Now, it's hard to get that. Their opinions, their feelings, their beliefs have nothing to do with us. Hmm. Well, just as your opinions, your feelings, and your beliefs have nothing to do with them. When somebody's telling us their opinion, whether it's about us or about a any kind of subject, belief, um, we have to remember we don't have to engage. We don't have to debate. We don't have to say, oh, no, but you're wrong. Oh, no. You know, I, I got defensive. I was like, oh, well, but I wore this other thing the other day and everybody wears red on Christmas and uh, I'm getting defensive, which means I'm believing his perception to be my perception, which it's not. I like wearing red during Christmas holiday. It's okay, Lynn. And if he thinks it's too much or the wrong red or the wrong pattern or or hot silly or whatever, that's his perception. It has nothing to do with me. So when I get that, I don't need to defend. I could just say, you must be right for you, <laughs> but not in a bitchy way. Okay. So number one, when somebody tells us their perspective, we need to remember it's their perspective. It's right for them. Number two, since we are entitled to have our own perceptions, we also must live with the consequences of those perceptions. All right. If we believe we're never going to find the right person for us, that is our belief, that is our perception, then we must live with the consequence of that belief. It's not, this isn't a punishment. Consequence is not, oh, you know, you're going to pay. It's just, it's, it's physics, science. So if we believe we're never going to find the right person, the consequence is probably us feeling sad, us having a low vibration, and probably ultimately the outcome will be we won't find the right person. And there's no right or wrong. It's just an example of the consequence to our perception. Another example. If somebody says to us, you're so annoying, nobody likes to be around you. And remember, that person's truth or perception doesn't have to be yours. So if that person says, you're so annoying, nobody likes to be around you. I mean, that's such a great example. That's okay. Their perception is their perception. Don't take their truth, their perception personally. That's their truth. You're annoying. Your truth is you're fabulous. But the consequence of their perception of you is you probably won't want to spend time with that person who finds you annoying, right? And that's okay. Another example of consequence of our perceptions. And again, remember, consequence is not, oh, this is a bad consequence. This is a good consequence. It just is. Let's go back to my husband who stated what I perceived as a negative judgment on me. I could have looked at it differently. Let's redo that. I could have said, let's go back. He says, oh, ha, 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 ha. You're wearing red three days in a row. You wore that same Christmas pattern yesterday. Ha, ha, ha. I could have said to myself, this isn't a negative judgment. This is just his judgment on me, his perception of me. My perception of his perception made it negative. Oh, as if I was doing something wrong. I could have just said, this is just simply his judgment. This is his stuff. And I look fabulous. And his judgment has nothing to do with me. His perception is not my perception. 
He has a right to his perception, 100%. And so do I. And I could have separated myself from his perception, not taking it personally, and said, you must be right, and walked away. I'm fabulous. And again, not bitchy, but just like a true loving, yeah, I'm fabulous. I could have said to my, him, you know, your perception right now is your perception. You don't always need to say that, because I feel like sometimes when we say your perception right now is your perception, it kind of invites an argument. I think that's why I like just sticking to, you must be right, lovingly. I didn't have to agree with this perception. You don't have to agree with anybody's perception. And I don't have to share my own perception. You don't have to share your own perception. The key to this you must be right theory is you can't be snarky about it. You can't say you must be right with your own judgment or nastiness. Just be neutral. Just be loving. Take all judgments out. And if you're dealing with somebody who's very narrow-minded and is not open to others' opinions, you know this kind of person or people, do not just, you don't have to do what I say, I'm just inviting you to consider, do not share your opinions with them if they're very narrow-minded and they don't want to hear other opinions and they're looking for an argument because you might get back to defending yourself and getting triggered and that's not where you want to be. It's okay to say to somebody, you must be right lovingly and then walk away and not, you know, I look fabulous or, you know, I believe I, you're getting into defensiveness. If the person asks us, what do you think? Or why did you choose that? That's a whole different ballgame. This, you must be right theory also makes us all innocent to some degree. Because again, we all have this birthright to our own perception, our own beliefs, our own opinions. It's, you're not right. You're not wrong. You just are. It's, they're not right. They're not wrong. They just are. You must be right. This is a new theory to me, uh, a new way of thinking, a new way of interacting with others' opinions. Um, and I'm going to practice and practice and practice and get back, back to you guys on, on how this on how this goes because um, I'm really going to enact it. And I really want you guys to try it out and tell me what you think and see how it goes for you. Because there's no right, there's no wrong, there just is. And there's consequence to all of our perceptions. And we all have to live with those. So here's to the You Must Be Right theory. Practice it. Tell me what you think. Thanks for listening. You must be right. See you on the next Advice for Life with Lynn. And I'm still wearing my red. (laughs) 